0: It's Austria. Now, my wife is half Austrian, so I'm claiming this as my second home Grand Prix. Another sprint weekend, we ask ourselves if the sprint format is really working, what the point is of FP2, and will Ferrari's reliability ever improve? I'm Andrew Elliott. I'm here with my good friend, David Proud, and we'd like to welcome you to this special presentation of the Tired and Exhausted Podcast. If you like what you hear, please share us with your friends and family. It's great to have you with us. before we start just another quick apology for it, it seems we're always apologizing for getting these out late um, but I had to I had to say goodbye to another cat mate yeah. um, uh, two in two weeks I know and which is awful and um, and I've only got two left so the house feels really empty now um, so I don't really want to dwell on that but that's why this one's taking yep. a little while to and to, we have to had a out.
1: heat wave as well which has just been awful just you know just to sit in a room and not like key yeah, over. and
0: in the, in the evenings when we normally podcast, it's been thirty-five, it's been to forty degrees, isn't it? So.
1: so we've had to wait till it's a little bit cooler. But yeah. um, we're also doing this podcast um, first one underneath the picture. Do you want to describe what the picture is?
0: Uh, yeah, in fact, if you're if uh, if you go to our website tiredandexhausted.net, dot um, every every show we have we have like a show notes page and we uh, we normally pick images from unsplash or royalty free images mm-hmm. um but because we went to silverstone we took a bunch of photos and this week we're using a photo that i took of lewis hamilton um which was probably the best photo i took all weekend i think yeah um, it, it, and it's
1: stunning it's a really good photo yeah with
0: we, well i think your camera kind of should take most of the credit for that um <laughs> but it's yeah it's so that's the that's the the, the, the shot and and David kindly um, blew it up for me. Um, yeah, um, with
1: internet, I tend not to look at the sizes. So I just went ah, largest one they do, <laughs> um, and it's pretty big, isn't it? I mean, it is. It is. But it big. looks good. It looks good. So um, we are podcasting underneath it for the first time.
0: So Austria, Austria, um, another another sprint race. Yeah. Um, it, and, and another time, I, I'm always going to ask the question: What is the point of FP two? Uh, yeah, because you have you have FP one, and that's literally it's you know it's it's the only time you have to set yourself up for qualifying for the sprint race and for the race race. So mm-hmm. after that, you're in park firming conditions. Yeah, you're not allowed to really make any changes at all. You can get dispensation for for changing like for like parts if they're broken that kind of thing. But basically, you can't you can't have any any setup changes. You can you can tweak. The front wing with an Allen key. Yeah, kicks the tyres. And that's that's about it. Um, and then you have qualifying on the Friday night, um, which most people can't even watch because it's too early and they're at work.
1: Where well, you're fighting for pole, but it's not actually pole. It's... Well, I
0: think this year they are calling it pole. Are they?
1: This, I have so many questions well, over the, these sprint races because, you know, it's the race before the race. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't,
0: I can't remember if it was because they changed it over from last yeah. year, didn't they?
1: Yeah, and then it's pole for the sprint race, but not actually pole for the race race. Well,
0: they're both kind of poles, aren't they?
1: Yeah, but officially, I don't know which one counts. As I think it's that finishing the sprint race means that you've got a pole position for the race,
0: but pole <laughs> for
1: the
0: for the sprint. Yeah, but be... does
1: that count towards like your career poles?
0: I know that I don't know
1: because that's what I'm thinking is that. Because people say, oh, you know, Lewis Hamilton's had so many career polls and, you know, George Russell got his first poll. You know, it's, 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 no, it's a science. But do you know... um,
0: Yeah, that is a really good question. They count
1: it as stats. Are they counting these sprint race, polls for the sprint
0: race as polls? I mean, personally, I would prefer them to count just the qualifying ones. Yeah. Just for consistency. Yeah. Yeah. because otherwise you're comparing apples and oranges. And I don't know apples and oranges are both fruits, but you, you know, yeah. you get what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, because it's not the poles haven't been achieved in the same way. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, so I, for consistency I'm hoping that it's that they just, we need to look that up yeah. for next time. Um but yeah, so you have the you have the quality you have, you have quality, which is getting pole for the sprint race. <laughs> and then on Saturday morning you have FP2 where you'd get to drive around the track seeing how fast or how slow you are unable to do anything about it because you're still in park firm conditions yeah,
1: waving at the fans
0: yeah i mean it's it's you can probably gather some track information if you're a rookie and you don't know the track very well you can you know it's probably worthwhile um you might be able to see where you know you can see where the where you've gone wrong potentially or yeah. do, you know on your setup and see if there's anything you can do about it to change yeah. your race strategy but so, you're not going to anything you learn you can't. You can't make any changes. Um, no.
1: You can start coming up with your excuses as to why you're underperforming a little
0: bit. I earlier. guess so. Yeah, you could do that. It just seems strange to, to give them this learning experience and not allow them to make any make any tweaks. Um, I'm not sure I'm a fan. Now, I'm not
1: usually a fan of the sprint race setup anyway. I have to say I did like it at this circuit purely be- uh, because of the amount of overtaking opportunities. Well, can
0: we just can we just talk about just just going back to quality for a second? Um, I just wanted to touch on just a couple of things. Um, both Mercks crashed out, which mm-hmm. was a bit. I mean, Hamilton's was was pretty bad. Um, Russell's wasn't great, but having both of them um, crash out is unusual for them because they're normally yeah. two really consistent drivers. Um, and another thing, so Verstappen obviously on whatever we're calling this, whether it's pole or within first place <laughs> in qualifying, um, Leclerc on, in second and Science in third, all within a tenth of a second. Mm-hmm. First, second, or third, all within a tenth, which is... I the margins were so tiny. Tiny, yeah, yeah, really, really tiny. Um, anyway, yeah, so you wanted to talk about the sprint race.
1: Well, yeah, no, it's more the fact of the format, because I, I, I'm, I'm still not sold on whether I like the format of it. And if it disappeared, I don't think I'd be that unhappy with it having saying said that i think at austria it kind of you can see how it might make sense because it's such an overtaking track it was it it was fun to watch
0: yeah my my only my i i I don't really like the idea of the main race not being a sprint race. That's my biggest criticism. They should, <laughs> yeah. they should be going flat out the entire time. Yeah, which anyway. is all about
1: tyres. Yeah. And the only reason that they have to go slow and manage
0: is tyres. Yeah. Bring back tyre wars. Um, you know, where they're actually trying to make the tyres as good as possible not trying to engineer... You know wear and tear, uh, and make the tires. You know, um, because they they could they could easily make the tires much last a lot longer while still being really sticky. They deliberately make them degrade. Yeah. Um, because they supposedly think that more pit stops is exciting, but it just means more time management, and time management isn't isn't exciting. So I would rather sacrifice pit stops for having the guys race absolutely flat out for the entire race. And in some, I mean, we were discussing this earlier on some tracks. Um, like the the one coming up and Paul Ricard, you're having to manage tires over it, not just over the course of a Grand Prix or the course of a sprint race, over the course okay. of a lap. If one you, lap. If you you know race too hard on your tires in the first sector, you're going to lose out in the third sector. And and it's not the only track that that does that. But, um, so they, they yeah they they just need to make the tires the tires harder, and and then the the main races will, be, will all be sprint races, which is what yeah. we
1: want. No, it's it's one of the biggest things i dislike about formula one at the moment is it's all about tires yeah like 80 percent of the commentary is about tires <laughs> a lot of our discussions are about tires and the other thing i think that really stood out um in austria is the um going the track limits yes i mean it became just i mean we'll get on to the race later but it It was a problem all weekend.
0: Well, it was a problem for for Norris because he... Didn't he have, like, a five-second penalty? Yeah, there there was quite Um, a
1: few in the race that did. But even in qualifying, you had times deleted. Yeah,
0: and and in the sprint race, he had issues as well, didn't he? Uh, Yeah,
1: and I get the fact that a lot of them were saying the same thing. Because of the winglets on the car and because of the positioning...
0: And just the the tyres are bigger. And the tyres are bigger. The the tyres are bigger.
1: It is... They're not looking down... Uh, where that is, their their eye line is on the horizon, going flat out. Now they can try and judge it, but once you've committed to that corner, there's very little you can do to 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 correct it. So you've made that choice. You've you've just got to go with it. And he was saying, and I think it was really fair to say, in order to know that you're definitely not gonna um go anywhere near it you're just not going to put a competitive time in which you can't do you know so they're having to try and find the edge but going at that speed could you honestly say that you would be able to (laughs) clock you know that white line that they all kept going over i think i think it was too harsh is i think is what I'm, i'm basically getting at i think on this circuit it's too harsh, now I know you've got the perfect answer to this. Well, no,
0: just, just so just playing devil's advocate for a moment, yeah. Um, it's not that they're just touching the white line, this is like all four wheels going over the white yeah. line, okay? So, this is it's you know, they've, they've, there's a lot of leeway there, but they are the G force, they
1: are sliding to the side coming out of that, so they have already committed to that line.
0: I can guarantee you, if there was a wall there, like in Monaco, <laughs> Lando Norris wouldn't have gone off, yes. Um, and, and okay, now and again, just so I'm, I'm being devil's advocate, there is an argument to say that if there's a wall there, it's much easier for Lando Norris to because judge because he can see it. because yeah. he can see it a lot easier. Yeah, but other drivers are managing it.
1: Well, um, there, there was a lot that a lot that struggled, and I think they so seem I, to be handing out five five second penalties. So I, like I smarties. yeah,
0: I think they should. There should be there should be more penalties. For going off other than other than the obvious deleting your track, yeah deleting the, the track time, so for example, if there was some damp astroturf on there, yeah, they would avoid that like the plague um if there was a wall there, and I'm not talking about a wall like in Monaco you <laughs> like you know I'm like you know, just like a a tire, a, a, a tire, wall. A tire wall that's nice yeah. and soft that if you brushed against it, um you wouldn't necessarily take your car out because you don't want cars taken taking themselves out no we just want like a little bit of a penalty where you kind of scuff the wheels. Uh, and it would just slow you down. Mm. Um, and, it, and that would be nice and obvious for them. But, um, also- but I don't want them to, to leave to leave the track. I'm, I'm a big believer in track limits. Otherwise, why have them? Yeah, but they also handed him a penalty
1: and said he'd exceeded track limits when he went off through a, a lock-up, I think it was, or something. Yeah, he lost that, that was ridiculous. For, uh, like four-tenths of a second. He actually impeded himself... In that lockup, and they still said, "Oh, you you exceeded track limits." So, like, hang on, I, I didn't gain an advantage by doing that, and it, I didn't do it on purpose. That's different.
0: Yeah, I can. So, for example, if 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 somebody if somebody spins out, um, then the, that's the penalty in itself. Then yeah, it should be the same with the lockup as well. You, yeah. you can you can just gauge on sector times, and if they are if, if if he improves on his sector time. Okay, yeah. delete it. But, but I think doesn't.
1: there's a there's been a few things this weekend that call into question the, the race directors. Um, we saw it at um, uh, Silverstone with George Russell, it was you know handled quite badly in terms of what the reason why he got out of his car to go and give uh, give assistance. And I, for me, alarm bells are kind of ringing because I I don't agree. Um like we'll we'll get on to it in the, in in the race about um George had a five second mm. penalty. Oh I'm, again. I'm
0: no I'm no fan of race control.
1: Yeah, and I, I just think they're overstepping the mark. I mean there's race Too control much. and there's the
0: stewards aren't there. So yeah um, but I can I, I think I think that I think that this is these are decisions made by the stewards and I think they're probably right in enforcing track limits because if you don't enforce track limits, why have them? And can you just cut corners that you don't like? No, but like you said, you you can build something different
1: into that corner to allow the drivers that are driving at one hundred and twenty miles an hour round a corner to to be able to gauge it better. I I, I think it's something that needs to be looked at at Austria for next season.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I, I don't think that's I, I don't think that's for. Right For the stewards, no, no, or, I think that's control. That's for Austria, that's yeah. for Austria to, to to work out how to do yeah, it. Yeah, because it's like just some far kind too difficult. Visual aids or, or some something else that just encourages the drivers to um to to be able to to, to make the final line. Right.
1: But I, I I get your thing that in general. You have got to keep the car on the track.
0: Yeah, because other, otherwise, otherwise, if you if you're you you've either got to you've either got to say track limits are track limits, and that's that, um, or you say. Track limits don't matter, in which case you can just cut chicanes and all sorts. Hang on, right. Hang on, Mr. Elliot. Or right. or you've got to be, you've got to be inconsistent, and inconsistency is what, what's awful.
1: Hang on, Mr. Elliot. Right. So you like track limits. Yes. You hate rules in general. What did you to do today when we came out of... When we went into Tesco's, I went into the, the double door that said entrance, and you sailed straight into the exit one. I was like, did you not see that massive sign in front of... Uh, you know above your head and when we came out I was like oh well, at least you're going to go out the right exit and what did you do tell everyone what you did I went out the entrance yeah yeah he, you actually made a beeline to go walk out
0: the I wrong t- I took door a long, of- I took a longer route to, just so I could walk out the entrance
1: yeah you
0: don't like rules and no, regulations no. What what did I say after that I don't like stupid rules
1: oh uh, right okay oh okay yeah that makes and sense and that's a stupid rule
0: that was that, so the, the, that got brought in <laughs> Um, during the COVID restrictions. Yes. And whatever you, whatever you think about the coronavirus, I'm pretty sure that viruses don't follow one-way systems. So <laughs> yeah. that, to me, is just absolutely pointless, particularly now when it's not united. You know, I
1: think it was there just to make people feel that they were safer than they probably were. But it, it, yeah, you're right. The, the signs are still there. It's not there.
0: Like, it wasn't. It wasn't like it was a one way system that had like barriers in between. It no, was just like no. two doors going into exactly the same area. Yeah. Pointless. <laughs> utterly pointless. So yeah, so, I, I went in the. Uh, yeah, just to prove a point.
1: So you stupid. don't like stupid rules. I don't
0: like stupid rules. I think I think track limits is a decent rule. Well,
1: that's like you're in a race. Keep the car on the track seems like a sensible rule.
0: Well, yeah, and and also otherwise, otherwise you've got to you've either got to enforce them all or not enforce them, and then and then you can just cut corners, and we don't want them cutting corners. No, this is true. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm in favour of trying this. Um, there were lots of just going back to the sprint. There was lots of car trouble in the sprint. I mm-hmm. mean, Alonso um, had bad luck again. Had a DNS because um, he's really cause he's he's actually getting beaten by Ocon in the points, isn't he? He is. Um, we oh, are do the standings later, but that yes, doesn't it reflect... Is not his all. performance because he's driving so much better than Ocon at the moment no
1: and there's a little little bit of a battle between him and Norris forming at the moment which mm. I love
0: um Joe Guan Yu, I mean his car just oh. seemed to shut down and reboot didn't it on yeah the, uh, and, and he had to he had to start from the pits because he, he just it was in fact, it was really close wasn't he really close to pulling yeah. into his and position just, just, just completely cut out um so he's not having much luck no he's he? having awful luck um I mean, that's not the worst driver. luck he's had. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, okay. It's, it's not great. <laughs> um, other issues. So um, Albon was just back to his return oh. to form. I mean, he hit Norris, um, and he got a penalty for that, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and and he hit Vettel. Um, yes. Later on, and and there was when I, mean, I think Martin Brundle suggested that it was it was a racing incident. Um, but if you watch the replays, Vettel gave him enough room, and he just drove into him. Yeah, um, I
1: think he was one of the also one of the people that got penalty points for track limits. I think possibly, possibly. He, there he, got, so he many, got he got, I, I he, got he got
0: a, he got a couple of five second penalty, but I think they were both for incidents. Um, and Gasly um, squeezed Hamilton. Yeah, um, and that was
1: that, that was almost like a carbon copy replay of Silverstone.
0: Yeah, the only difference was that Hamilton was in between the two at the time yeah. um, because on, on the Silverstone one uh there was a car um uh driving in between two other cars um russell obviously um yeah. and, and he was kind of driving into a space that was getting s- smaller and smaller and smaller and and you know and and, and got tapped and and mm. and caused the accident um in in this one hamilton was already i can't remember even remember who who was on alongside but he was already alongside another car and they were both squeezing him so yeah. it wasn't like hamilton was driving into a space that was getting smaller he was no. already there so slightly different. And you I think could was... see the the start of the
1: the clip. Yeah, you for kind sure. of went. Oh, you can see how Joe Granue, uh that at a slightly higher speed. You can see where that momentum came to to flip his car. Yeah,
0: but uh, that wasn't Hamilton's fault no. at all. There's nothing he could have he um, could have done. You, and then Gasly did pay the price for it. Obviously, there was just the sound of a drink. Do you want to explain what that was? Because there was like no, because it's 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 just some. Cheap stuff that was bought for us. Um, it's something that I don't know. Some cheap wine. It's, it tastes like sangria.
1: Yeah, it's only five point five percent as well. Mm. You would have to drink a lot of that to be drunk. Yeah,
0: I'd have to drink bottles of it. It does remind me of going to Grand Canary. Yeah, it's,
1: I mean, I can I can smell how sweet it is from here. Mm. I'm on the L. Gray again. Nice, classic. Schumacher raced quite well in the sprint. I yes. What a Hasses in Gent. Has, how, do, how do
0: you? Hasses. 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 <laughs> the Hasses did well. They, 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 they were quite quick. They were quite quick. Um, yeah, because they finished... Uh, I mean, Magnussen finished seventh and Schumacher was ninth um, in, the, in the sprint. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was good. And um, Verstappen had a, a good, good win at, at his home crowd um, and Leclerc and Sainz were close behind. Um, yeah. But it was, yeah, a lot, lots of incidents... Um, should we should we move on to the race?
1: Yes, yes. I've just pulled up the uh, the results of the race because I, I was looking at how that converted for Haas actually into and sixth and eighth. Yeah, and the, Mick the, Schumacher did is really well.
0: Well, yes, yeah, so he got he got driver of the day. Yeah, um, he, he he drove okay, and he's I'm I'm I'm, I'm quite pleased to see him um, improve. Although yeah. I think it's taken him long enough he he's had if, if, if his name wasn't Schumacher, I think he'd have been gone by now. Really? He's, he's had, yeah, he's had a few seasons. Yeah. But I There have been plenty of other other drivers who've had one or two seasons and not done anything and then just been binned off. This is true. I I feel that it's
1: sometimes very hard to compare these rookies because they're not all equal. <laughs> you do have people that come in and are just Exceptional from like Joe Granue as a driver who's been an amazing rookie.
0: Yeah, and there are probably others just waiting in the wings that can yeah. come and take Schumacher's place. Yes. which is why. You, how how many seasons do you give a driver?
1: It's true, uh, and I think that for any race principle, that's quite a challenge because you want them to have the confidence to to really get into it. I think it's nice to see him getting results now. Um,
0: I mean, I would give, I'd, it's, it's, I would give, it's easier for me to say, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I. I think I think giving them one season and then expecting them to perform one well in, in the second, second season that's quite reasonable. is reasonable. Cause, yeah. You know, because it's, it's there are only 20 of these drivers yeah. um, in the entire world.
1: And really, really and truly, you're been talking given, about sacrificing an entire seat for a season yeah. to bed in a driver there.
0: And he's been, what's he, in his third season now? So it's taken mm. him two and a half seasons before he starts yeah. to perform. So that's... And he is, in a,
1: he is in a lot better car, which will be easier to perform
0: in. Yeah, but even, even so, you could tell, I mean, George Russell was in a, was in a, a poor car. That's but what I mean. You could tell he was class yeah. um, when he was in the Williams. Schumacher has made lots of unenforced errors as well. You mm. know, he's crashed and he's spun the car, you know, in, I think he spun it under the safety car once, didn't he? Um, and he's he's crashed a few times and spun it. When you know nobody else is having issues, there's, you know there's yeah. nobody completely unenforced. No, he wasn't racing anyone. He's just spun the car out. Um, so he's he's made a lot of those errors. I mean, it, fortunately, he's performing now. But it's such it's a confidence taken, it's taken a while,
1: isn't it? Yeah, such a confidence thing. You you need them to kind of get the results in order for them to get the confidence, but they need to be confident to get the results. It's bit tricky isn't
0: it they've had yeah but they've, they've they don't forget that all these drivers will have come through you know uh go-karting yeah you know formula 3 gp2 into formula 1. they've probably won everything but he was up going until that point.
1: toe-to-toe with hamilton in this race and and in the sprint race actually, oh yeah no well. he's, it's, it he's was brilliant he's it was performing, performing, now, to he's see, performing
0: yeah. now it's just it's just taken him it's taken him a while um he, he's lucky that his name is schumacher yeah I that's say.
1: probably Fair to say, but I mean I think that happens in all sports, doesn't it? If you're the son of a you know, famous um, you know, uh superstar, you you're gonna be given
0: a yeah. little bit more leeway. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Um you mentioned um uh Russell earlier mm. and Perez Yeah. That wound you up, didn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: yeah. I, I, I agree, I don't think I don't think that was a I don't think that was worth a five-second penalty. No,
1: I, I, I really don't. And this is where... It looked like Perez could have avoided it and didn't. And yeah. there, wasn't, there
0: wasn't much Russell could have done at that point.
1: No, Russell gave him plenty of room. And, and then it put Russell so far down to have to go and serve his five-second penalty.
0: Well, yeah, and he had, to, he had a five-second penalty. He had to change the front wing. And they yeah. were generally slow anyway. Um, yeah. It wasn't particularly quick front wing change. Yeah, so um, for
1: him to claw back and get to fourth that that's a really yeah, really good I mean, Paris good.
0: had to retire obviously didn't he after that yeah um, but I don't yeah I don't think I don't think Russell deserved five second penalty for that no um and we watched the we we paused it and watched the replays <laughs> a few yeah. times um yeah I, did, I didn't agree with I didn't agree with that one um the best okay what was the best part of the race
1: okay my best part of the race because um, we've watched this a few times as oh, well. oh god right so five cars going into the same turn it, there was like that train, wasn't there? Well, there
0: were, yeah, there were th- there were three cars, well there? So it was it was Magnuson, Schumacher, Norris, Alonso, and and Joe. Grand-Yu, yeah, but it? it started as three. it Started as three, and then, and then t- t- two t- came Norris came
1: came up with Joe. New, um, and then in the tussle of the first three, Norris just seemed to find a part of the track to put himself to just leapfrog all of them, all but I think it was Magnuson, um.
0: It was just brilliant. Five cars. Yeah, seeing five cars that go into the same corner, yeah. that, was, that was spectacular. Really, really good. We want to see more of that. Um,
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, and that's why I was saying about Austria being a really, if you are going to do a sprint race, it's the ideal one. Because you can have corners like that yeah, where and people are jostling. Brazil, and
0: Brazil last year with Hamilton. I mean that was yeah. exceptional. I mean, obviously he was you know, starting from the back and had to get um, get as, as far forward as possible. But that was that was a, a, an exciting sprint race. But yeah. again,
1: the, the entire race should be like that. It should. And uh, and Norris get coming seventh. Yay! Uh, you know, I think seventh is the is is like where they should be aiming really because you have got two Red Bulls, two Ferraris, and uh, two Mercedes. That are likely to be quicker than McLaren. So, if Norris can consistently park his car seventh, yeah, if then he's can be, best, I think he'll to be rest. best of
0: the rest. Yeah, that, that, that's good. Um,
1: um, and anything above that, I think, is him, you know, having an exceptional day. And Ricardo didn't do too bad. I mean, he was ninth. He could have, could he have got past Magnussen? Um, but again, the Hass is. We're doing really well. They yeah, the houses
0: were quick in a straight line. They were they were slippery cars. Um
1: Yeah. So I mean it, that's that's kind of what you need though, is you need you need uh McLaren's second driver to to also be scoring points consistently.
0: Yeah, and, and he should be fighting for the seventh place as well. It shouldn't just yeah, be yeah. Norris in seventh. No, they should be
1: locking times. out seven and eight. Yeah. But then they're not. I mean we'll we'll come on to the uh uh, the standings for uh, the drivers in in a bit um but just having a little look uh coral science yeah
0: they <sighs> 've got a flaky power unit haven 't they Ferrari well, that I mean, thing
1: exploded
0: yeah so that was that wasn't just because I remember watching the replays, and you could see like the kind of the, the, the casing on the outside of the car just above the side pots, kind of bellowed out didn't it and, and what did it, I say to you? I said exactly what your friend said to you. Yeah, in that it's a good job that it kind of goes sideways and doesn't blow forwards into the into, into the driver. Yeah. I am sure they must. I mean, that they, they must reinforce behind the drivers for that. Yeah, but there's they got to do. be
1: a, a force where you know there, there must be a force that's strong enough to for something to protrude. Well, yeah,
0: but also don't forget. So these are
1: you're not expecting if you, to plan for it. You'd, you're not expecting your engine to explode.
0: No, but we'd have to find out exactly what exploded. But don't forget mm. that these are V engines, yeah. Um, so the you know they're, they're more likely to
1: explode so, up and out, yeah, yeah. But I, that was and it was horrible to see the car on fire, the brakes fail, he's on a hill he
0: can't we well, are yeah, presumably, get out presumably all it. the hydraulics the, the power unit would have just cut out there we would have no hydraulics couldn't yeah. couldn't keep the brakes on so you remember seeing the the marshal trying to get the shocks in front of both front wheels yeah all
1: he needed to do is put his foot there or something or hold. oh yeah of course
0: he's going to stick well, his foot well, there Or hold hold the wheel like right? they they're quite heavy they're quite heavy these formula one cars they're heavy for one guy to to hold and do you think of the the temperature of yeah. the tires oh, and true. stick that's his true. foot there get yeah, yeah a, okay
1: yeah fair play
0: I mean, he did. He did well to get the chocks there because that's a risky, risky move. If he did kind of slipped and got his arm run over. Yeah, that is Um, true. Maybe that was me
1: being a little bit more. Just stick your foot in (laughs) it. Just dive under the car. (laughs) Stop. It it just it it looked so much more difficult than it needed to be. Yeah, Um, but But they're,
0: they're just they're having having so many issues, aren't they?
1: How many times have we seen signs on the back of a moped or in the support car,
0: it, or or other Ferrari-engined cars having issues? You know, because
1: um, so. then then we went, then we turned to Leclerc, didn't we? we were like he's got to be thinking, will my uh, engine last?
0: Um, his engine did his throttle didn't? Yes, his throttle stuck. That was incredible. The end. He just couldn't. He was stuck at like twenty or thirty percent throttle. I think wasn't he? Um, yeah, so that could have spun him out at any corner. He, yeah, he did. He did well. He did well. Um, yeah, to limp home because he would have been using more fuel and stuff as well. Um, and and obviously, yeah, normally when you yeah, he was having to manually kind of
1: lift it back up. Yeah.
0: So so his his, his throttle was um, was stuck at about twenty or thirty percent. So when he lifted his right foot off the throttle, it was just kind of staying in that position. So what he had to do is he had to kind of hook his boot underneath the pedal and, and kind of yank it. it yank it back up. Yeah at 200 miles an hour whilst changing stuff on his steering wheel and left foot braking and judging his braking zones and yeah. keeping the car that has no steer, no stability management, no traction control, no driving aids whatsoever. Going I mean, around corners, and, uh, uh, yeah, incredible, absolutely w- when incredible. When you put it like that, deserves to win. Yeah, he did He did really well. He did really well to to, to get that car home.
1: He's um, got such fight for this championship, hasn't he? it's not going to give it up without a fight
0: no he just needs the, he just needs a reliable car i think if the if the it's difficult to to say who who would be winning if both cars didn't have reliability issues mm. obviously verstappen has had issues as well with the, yeah. with the red bulls um, there've been lots of ferrari issues with reliability as well they're both fast cars i think the red bulls probably slightly quicker overall and i know obviously the, yeah tracks make a difference as well um, I think overall the Red Bull's probably slightly quicker, mm. but there wouldn't be much in it. No. Well, let's talk about. I'd pr- prefer to see Leclerc winning, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, I really I, I like would. him. I really yeah. like him. Uh, well, we'll see
1: how close he is in a, in a sec. Uh, but before that, your uh, your boy Hamilton. Yes, yeah. that's, that's the last bit of the wine.
0: It's you can't call this wine, I don't think. No, it's more <laughs> juice. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's close to squash than. Than <laughs> the wine, um, yeah. Hamilton did well. Hamilton did did, did really well. Um, Another podium, consistent again. Um, you know, he's 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 the last few races he's done really well. I think.
1: Yeah, I think it might. You know, we were saying that something would have to happen to keep him in for next season. I think his performance now is getting to the point where. Yeah, I think he'll he'll stay around next season to. As long as they can get that car in slightly better shape,
0: he needs to. Be, yeah, he needs to be fighting for wins. He, yeah. has, well, he has won in every single car he's ever driven in Formula One. He's the only Formula One driver to to win in every single yeah. car. And if he doesn't win this season, he'll be sorely disappointed. Yeah, I, I think that's probably. I think that's almost as important to him as winning another championship. I think yeah. that that record of winning in every but car. he's running out of races to do it. Yeah, how many have they got left? Nine, ten. Hmm you know it's still they they could still do it they could still do it um, yeah. i hope they will i mean if they get to the point where they're fighting for wins you know not necessarily winning but they're fighting for pole positions yeah. fighting for wins and you know he can see the mercedes have made you know made good progress with next year's car he'll be he'll be fine well i mean the fact they got a nice 3 4 they're doing all
1: right Considering,
0: yeah, they're they're doing, they're doing exceptionally well. Yeah, and I'll, they're kind of in they're in a bit of limbo. They're, yeah, they're in no man's land, aren't they? Because they're they I mean, they're, they're slowly catching. Well, they are, and they aren't right. But they're still we, a big. Do you want to go to the? I tell you, I tell
1: you for why. Because I think this might surprise you. Don't don't look. Don't look. This is going to surprise oh, no, you I'll earlier. Ah, oh. right. So, Max Verstappen two hundred eight, Charles yes. Leclerc one seventy. That's quite a big lead, but
0: yeah. But don't forget, Leclerc had a forty-point lead early on in the season, and also you could have turned around really quickly.
1: Max could have a few DNFs, and suddenly it's a a little bit. And then uh, Sergio Perez at one five one, Carlos signs at one three three, and this is my point. In fifth, George Russell with one two eight. Yeah. Now considering how bad. a season George and Lewis feel like they've had. George is knocking on the door of Carlos signs. I mean I know Carlos has had a few
0: it's DNFs. A, yeah, it's it's the DNFs that are doing it. But is it a much faster car? It's one, one three three, three to, to one
1: two eight. Yeah. That shows you the damage that um inconsistent uh, performance of, you know, the the Ferrari is really damaged really damaged signs. Massively and Leclerc, um, and
0: um, yeah, and Paris, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, you know, definitely. Paris isn't Paris is only 151.
1: Um, yeah, so there's a little kind of upper group from George Russell, well, from Hamilton upwards, really hmm. 109 for Hamilton, and then and then there's a massive drop. So Lando is in seventh in the driver's standing, uh, with 64 points. And then after that is Esteban Ocon, oh, and then uh, Alonso uh, Bottas. Bottas, and then Alonso. So Alonso uh, should
0: be way higher, though. Yeah, he should. He's, he's, does, te- he's, he's like yeah. Jo Guanyu. He's had some terrible luck.
1: Well, here here lies, oh, and Danny Rick still in twelfth with only seventeen points this season. But the reason why this makes a difference is if you look at the constructors. Fighting for fourth place, fighting for best of the rest, is McLaren and Alpine, and they're both on 81 points. Mm. That's why it is vital that Norris and Ricardo put their cars ahead of Ocon and Alonso. Because that, that Alpine battle is... I mean, they're,
0: they're lucky that Alonso's had bad luck. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise they would be in fifth now.
1: Yeah, so and then Alpha fifty one, Alpha's kind of with Joe Granue, had a bit of bad luck and bottas, hasn't had a, a great couple of races to be honest. But that Alpine McLaren battle is quite an interesting one to mm. watch watch out just, for. Just
0: just 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 reading out the point, so Red Bull three five nine, yep. Ferrari three oh three. So a reasonable margin. Yeah. But could get could get turned around. Yeah. Um, then you got Mercedes in two three seven, so that's that's quite a big jump. But yeah. then McLaren in eighty, McLaren and Alpine in eighty one. So you true? So you're McLaren could just, sorry, Mercedes could just not bother turning up, and they'll for still the next be third. Few races, yeah, and they'd still be third. You're right;
1: they are completely in a no man's land. But but they but could almost not turn up for the rest of the season and stay in third. But for the drivers individually, <clears throat> George Russell competing with signs and Lewis Hamilton were right behind him you know there's still there's still stuff to play for for them but I would love to see the second half of the season just be a, almost a totally different story for them
0: well so they had um, <laughs> cast your mind back to I'm not sure how much you were watching but this would have been in 2009 I think it would have been Hamilton's third season. He mm. just just missed out on two thousand and seven. His first season, one in two thousand and eight, just you know on by getting fifth in Brazil in the final race. Um, then what the what wasn't in a good car um, uh, in in two thousand and nine, and was again was like midfield at best. Yeah, you know he was struggling to keep up with like the Renaults and you know it, it was it, it was an awful car, um, but then. Someone in the McLaren factory um, worked out exactly what was wrong with the car, created some adjustment to one of the parts. Like a, it was a small part on the car, shipped it across to them before one of the races, and then Hamilton won. And I think in the second half, I think it was two thousand and nine, in the second half of that season, the McLaren was the fastest car. Um, you know, it was beating the Red Bulls. It was beating. Um, Brawn GP winning races again. Mm. Um, it was obviously too too far too late by <laughs> yeah. that point for them to, to <clears> win, <throat> win the championship. Um, but he he went back from being like you know middle to the back of the grid, so it can to winning races because they made a couple of a couple of yeah. tweaks and almost like overnight, um, the McLaren instantly became basically the fastest car. So it can it can happen. They yeah. they can find pace,
1: and that's the glory of Formula One is that we're talking about such small margins. You find that one little incremental difference, or performance upgrade, or thing that just just gives you that those critical four tenths of a second. Well, yeah, you just—it's it, it's
0: just you know, I mean, and and back in back in those days, it was, um, you know, they, they had they had a decent engine, you know, the, mm. the McLaren, the, sorry, the Mercedes engine in the McLaren was was by far the best engine. Um, and it was all about aero. So they just they were, they, you know, the air wasn't flying over the car properly. Made this tweak. Suddenly, you know, the, the the airflow works. You know, all the bits of the car are working together, and they were fast. Um, we know that the issues now are around kind of airflow, although slightly different because a lot of it's underneath the car yeah. um, with the ground effect. But there could be there could be a couple of tweaks that they do, and then suddenly they're fast again.
1: Well, you have got three factors, haven't you, to to win a championship? You have to have an engineering team that are engineering every single like inch of that car to give you the greatest performance possible. You have to have drivers that can ring every single inch of performance out of that car, and then you have to have reliability that it, the car can do that consistently for as many laps as needed.
0: Well, engineering, you can kind of split into... The engine and yeah. the the chassis as well, haven't yeah. You? So you've got to have you've got to really have yeah. both. So let let's just for a second look at what we've
1: got with Ferrari. You've got a car that is arguably been engineered perfectly. It is running beautifully. It is so fast, part of the time. Part of the time, you've got at least one, I would argue, two drivers that will ring. As much performance out of that car as possible. I think Science had a, probably a rockier start, but
0: he's you know I think he's found a little bit more confidence. So yeah, you, they, they, they both. I think I think Science is probably Science <clears throat> is quite consistent. He doesn't seem yeah. to have the killer instinct that Leclerc has. No, but Leclerc makes more. He's more slow errors. and steady. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. But he, Leclerc will make more errors. Yeah. So and then but you haven't got that third thing. You haven't got the reliability. Well, they're, they're lucky that. The Red Bulls have been unreliable as well.
1: Yeah. Um, otherwise, they'd be steaming ahead. So, what we got for Mercedes? Mercedes, we've got two, two drivers that will absolutely ring the performance out of it. They have been reliable, but it's slow. But it's slow. So you're missing the engineer engineers getting the performance. Like McLaren, you've got, um, uh, y- y- you've got a car that hasn't been as competitive as last season you've only got one driver that's really been wringing the neck out of it um but it has been has again been, again
0: like the mercedes has been consistent but it's been consistently, consistently slow, slow. Uh, red
1: bull like uh you know they they started having a few little problems with engineering and so you can see how over the course of a season you have to have all of those. Th- but you can, three you can, you can really
0: sing in. You can understand Christian Horner's point in that he'd rather have a fast car that was unreliable and make it reliable than have a reliably slow car. Yeah. Because the two that you mentioned, Ferrari and Red Bull, that are arguably the most unreliable, are the two at the top of the championship. Yeah, it's true. So it is reliability matters, but it doesn't matter as much as having a quick car. Yeah. And unless it's. That unreliable that you're not even finishing anything. Well, this is what race. I mean
1: because it has, you know, it has happened this season. You know, um, especially with Ferrari, to go from being
0: first and then your car just going gone, but they're second in the championship and they're still winning races. So I think I think Mercedes would swap, and McLaren and every single team below would swap with the position that Ferrari are in. As much as they 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 might say, yes, it's great to have a reliable car, they're not going to want to be third, fourth, fifth. No. They want to be second. They want to be fighting for wins. Yeah, but then you've got teams
1: further down, like Haas, that actually have had such a bad run. Yeah, because they've got Ferrari can, engines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but a consistently good season this season and to finish kind of mid-table would be good for them and their sponsors. Because they've been like, you know 19th and 20th like consistently for ages so you know for them to actually have a consistently good but it's not being, being good it's
0: that being good they could have they would rather be where they are and have a slightly inconsistent car a yeah. be at the back of the grid but finishing every single time yeah yeah and everyone would
1: everyone would yeah but what it. i'm saying is i think the house would rather be consistently you know in that middle bit than from
0: where they were last couple of seasons. Oh, sure, but they they're only they're only as fast as they are because of The Ferrari engine. Partly because of the Ferrari engine and the Ferrari parts. Yeah. But that's part of the reason that they're not finishing consistently. So they are yeah. they're in that position where they're inconsistent, but they're better than they were last season when yeah. they were perhaps more consistent. <laughs> so it, you need to you need to have speed. So consistency does 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 make a difference. Yeah. Well, but especially but if
1: you're George Russell. I mean. His finishes are like P P4, P5, P3, P4, P four, P five, P three, P four, P five. You know, he's he's not his bad season is a lot of drivers' exceptional one.
0: Well, yeah, it's 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 not a bad season for him. It's his no. best season by a mile, isn't it? Yeah, it's just not a- as
1: good a season as he thought he was going to have. He thought it was going to be on on podiums every race because you know the mercedes last season was on podium yeah but with such anyway. with
0: such rule changes everybody yeah. knows it's just it could be it could be anyone's you know we we would we were joking that you could see hasses on the podium um and you know it's not if if i, I can i could see i could see magnesson on the podium yeah you know it, it, they've got a really quick car there, there could be you know it, it, it could be a perfect I storm i think everyone would love to see that as yeah, well it, 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 there could easily be a perfect storm and it wouldn't be outside the realm's of possibility to for magnussen to be to be on the podium before the end of the season
1: okay then so we get into midpoint next race will be the the one before the break we need to do a bit of a prediction as to who's got this championship
0: i still think i think red bull i think i think the red bull overall is the quicker car and it is slightly more reliable than the ferrari mm so I think it would have to, there'd have to be something, or a few really significant things happen, for Max Verstappen to lose this championship. But we know he K does see the red mist sometimes. Yeah,
1: we know he um, can, he can, be his own worst enemy. He can almost compete against himself.
0: And he, he doesn't, he doesn't often. So Jensen Button was the, I mean, clever driver. But there were so many times when. Drivers would do dodgy moves on him, and he could have perhaps, you know, held his ground and been quite within his rights. But he'd he'd he either let them go or he'd, you know, he he wouldn't kind of fight for a position, knowing full well that he could take them later on in the race. He used to do that all the time. He would never risk ending a race for anything. Um, I mean, he'd he you know he'd 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 pull some ballsy moves and stuff, but he 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 wouldn't. You know, he'd always make them stick. A bit yeah. like, you know, like when you see Alonso go around the corner. Yeah. You know, he might think, "Oh, how the hell did he do that?" But you're never in any doubt that he wasn't going to. He wasn't yeah. in control of the cars. A bit like that with Jensen Button, the Stanley smooth driver. Um, whereas Verstappen, if you're overtaking him around the corner, he's not thinking about winning the race or, or getting the car across the line. He's just thinking about that corner. Yeah. And he will take himself out, as he's done on a number of occasions, yeah. just to prove a point. Um, he's done that with Hamilton in the past. He's done it with other drivers. So yeah that could happen a few times and all it needs to do is for a couple of incidents like that
1: and for Leclerc to to really hammer home a win and and we we're, we're on for a really you know um quite exciting season finale
0: I mean I think it will be I think it will be reasonably close I think the Ferraris yeah. are, are coming back um yeah, they if, if their need, engines they don't explode. Need, yeah, they just need to because um, they're going to get engine penalties as well. That's another thing. They're yep. going to have engine penalties towards the end of the season. Well, I think they're already um, getting them now because if you know, the well, they're getting they're, they're getting penalties for changing the engines. Yeah, but they're not getting penalties for using more engines than they're allowed, which will yeah. be coming on later on the season. Yeah, um, and that could be you know if if the Red Bulls and the Ferraris have these engine penalties potentially at the same time then we might see a Hamilton win yeah that, that's you never true. know you never know that's true yeah because if it
1: becomes tactical that they, they, they take the penalties on the same weekend you know just to cancel each other out or something that's um, yeah that is possible so uh, where
0: are we up to next um, France Paul Reichard France lovely do you I, like it? Um, I don't mind the track layout. I don't like all the lines around the track. <laughs> it just, it messes with your eyes. Um, it's not a fun track to, to, to look at. No. Um, if they could just get rid of that and just, you know, grass or or walls, anything. Yeah. Um, well, you, you know, I now have
1: to go and try and write some Austrian puns for our writer. Yeah. Yeah, I have, I, yeah I've got nothing. I, I've got literally nothing. So... <laughs>
0: I, um, yeah, that will yeah. be me. My, my, my wife is half Austrian. Um, oh, we'll She's fluent German, so we'll um, get her to do it. We'll see if she well, knows what, any. what
1: we do actually is just get her to write the entire intro in German.
0: It'll probably make more sense than your intros. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Where's your
1: little dongle thing today? Um, I was going to say that because you started Excuse the recording. Me? Hey, hey, <laughs> it's steady now right andy has got like this little remote control thing for the yeah for the I, zoom. I, did, I didn't plug it in right so normally like when we start to record i'm, I'm not allowed to button because it's too much um responsibility so he'll press the he'll press the little dongle but you actually press the main, I know, main I know, device I didn't, I didn't it threw I didn't me it yeah i was just like oh what are you doing yeah so i'm throw gonna throw caution ha- to the wind andy i'm gonna have to just manually like,
0: end this podcast now